Welcome to Scripture Day by Day, a podcast of lectionary readings for the Episcopal Church. Today is Saturday, September 30th, 2023. A reading from the second book of Kings, chapter 11. When Athaliah, Ahaziah's mother, saw that her son was dead, she set about to destroy all the royal family. But Jehoshabu, King Joram's daughter, Ahaziah's sister, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the king's children who were about to be killed. She put him and his nurse in a bedroom. Thus she hid him from Athaliah so that he was not killed. He remained with her six years, hidden in the house of the Lord, while Athaliah reigned over the land. But in the seventh year Jehoiada summoned the captains of the Karaites and of the guards and had them come to him in the house of the Lord. He made a covenant with them, and put them under oath in the house of the Lord. Then he showed them the king's son. He commanded them, This is what you are to do. One-third of you, those who go off duty on the Sabbath and guard the king's house, another third being at the gate sore, and a third at the gate behind the guards, shall guard the palace, and your two divisions that come on duty in force on the Sabbath, and guard the house of the Lord, shall surround the king, each with weapons in hand, and whoever approaches the ranks is to be killed. Be with the king in his comings and goings. The captains did all according to all that the priest Jehoiada commanded. Each brought his men, who were to go off duty on the Sabbath, with those who were to come on duty on the Sabbath, and, ga- and came to the priest Jehoiada. The priest delivered to the captains the spears and shields that had been King David's, which were in the house of the Lord. The guard stood, every man with his weapons in his hand, from the south side of the house to the north side of the house, around the altar and the house, to guard the king on every side. Then he brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, and gave him the covenant. They proclaimed him king and anointed him. They clapped their hands and shouted, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise of the garden of the people, she went into the house of the Lord to the people. When she looked, there was the king standing by the pillar, according to custom, with the captains and the trumpeters beside the king, and all the people of the land rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Athaliah tore her clothes and cried, Treason! Treason! Then the priest Jehoiada commanded the captains who were set over the army, Bring her out between the ranks and kill with the sword anyone who follows her. For the priest said, Let her not be killed in the house of the Lord. So they laid hands on her. She went through the horse's entrance to the king's house, and there she was put to death. Jehoiada made a covenant between the Lord and the king and people, that they should be the Lord's people, also between the king and the people. Then all the people of the land went to the house of Baal and tore it down. His altars and his images they broke in pieces, and they killed Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. The priest posted guards over the house of the Lord, He took the captains, the Karaites, the guards, and all the people of the land, and they brought the king down from the house of the Lord, marching through the gate of the guards to the king's house. He took his seat on the throne of the kings. 
So all the people of the land rejoiced. Here ends the reading. Psalm 87 On the holy mountain stands the city he has founded. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of our God. I count Egypt and Babylon among those who know me. Behold Philistia, Tyre, and Ethiopia. In Zion were they born. Of Zion it shall be said, Everyone was born in her, and the Most High himself shall sustain her. The Lord will record as he enrolls the peoples. Those also were born here. The singers and the dancers will say, All my fresh springs are in you. Psalm 90 Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth, or the land and the earth were born, from age to age you are God. You turn us back to the dust and say, Go back, O child of earth, for a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. You sweep us away like a dream. We fade away suddenly like the grass. In the morning it is green and flourishes, in the evening it is dried up and withered. For we consume away in your displeasure. We are afraid because of your wrathful indignation. Our iniquities you have set before you, and our secret sins in the light of your countenance. When you are angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The span of our life is seventy years, perhaps in strength even eighty. Yet the sum of them is but labor and sorrow, for they pass away quickly and we are gone. Who regards the power of your wrath? Who rightly fears your indignation? So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long will you tarry? Be gracious to your servants. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Make us glad by the measure of the days that you afflicted us, and the years in which we suffered adversity. Show your servants your works, and your splendor to their children. May the graciousness of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper the work of our hands, prosper our handiwork. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. To the married I give this command, not I, but the Lord, that the wife should not separate from her husband, but if she does separate, let her remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and that the husband should not divorce his wife. To the rest I say, I, and not the Lord, that if any believer has a wife who is an unbeliever, and she consents to live with him, he should not divorce her. And if any woman has a husband who is an unbeliever, and he consents to live with her, she should not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is made holy through his wife, and the unbelieving wife is made holy through her husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. In such a case, the brother or sister is not bound. It is to peace that God has called you. Wife, for all you know, you might save your husband. Husband, for all you know, you might save your wife. 
However that may be, let each of you lead the life that the Lord has assigned, to which God called you. This is my rule in all the churches. Was anyone at the time of his call already circumcised? Let him not seek to remove the marks of circumcision. Was anyone at the time of his call uncircumcised? Let him not seek circumcision. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but obeying the commandments of God is everything. Let each of you remain in the condition in which you are called. Were you a slave when called? Do not be concerned about it. Even if you can gain your freedom, make use of your present condition now more than ever. For whoever was called in the Lord as a slave is a freed person belonging to the Lord, just as whoever was free when called is a slave of Christ. You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of human masters. In whatever condition you are called, brothers and sisters, there remain with God. Here ends the reading. A reading from Matthew chapter 6. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If, then, the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness! No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Here ends the reading. If you would like to read a meditation based on these readings, check out Forward Day by Day, available as a print subscription, online, or podcast. I'm Father Wiley Ammons, and this podcast is brought to you by Forward Movement. Learn more about our work to inspire disciples and empower evangelists at www.forwardmovement.org.